Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Both of us have had a chance to experience, and but you know, this idea of public speaking is always one of the things that people list as their greatest fear. You know, mm. that classic study many years ago, people were more afraid of public speaking than dying, yeah, you know, <laughs> than death. <laughs> and it, is, it can be terrifying. I'm one of those guys where I'm much more comfortable speaking to a thousand strangers than I would be, say, 20 relatives at a wedding. Yeah. That's just me. I'll do it. But Sir, I did a couple of talks this week. In fact, what was fascinating about public speaking is and I'm sure you have this, you teach it, we talk about it, how often public speakers overlook the most important element in public speaking, which is actually not you, Mm. the public speaker. It's the audience you are speaking to. I've seen this so many times where there's the emphasis on the PowerPoints and and the presentation and how it's delivered, but without ever thinking, who am I talking to? What is their demographic? How old are they? How educated are they? What is their language proficiency? What messages do they need to take away? Those messages may be different, even though you're delivering the same material. All of these things need to be taken into account. And I'll give you a good example. This week, I did the same talk three times. Okay. I did it to two primary schools and one secondary school. Mm. And essentially the same talk, same messages, same values. But I had to change it completely all three times, Mm. even though there were three Singaporean schools. Okay, the first example is quite obvious. The first two were primary schools, co-ed. That also makes a difference if it's a, because all boys' schools can be a bit rowdier yeah. and all girls' schools can be sometimes a little bit more sensitive. It's a, a male, unmore speaker talking about some certain things. Sometimes there's a slight reluctance to laugh initially, blah, blah, blah. So that's the obvious thing. Second thing was it was a secondary all-girls school. So certain elements I would amplify, but certain things where as a male speaker, Mm. you know, you make jokes because they are teenagers, but, you know, jokes where you don't want to make the girls feel uncomfortable in front of a male speaker, whereas you told it to a mixed school, it would be very different. But then I did two talks to primary schools, same age, but one was to a screen and one was to an audience. Because one was a live feed. Oh, right, yeah. For, which, for COVID-19, right? For COVID-19. Now, this is the bizarre thing, Glenn. You don't realize until you do it. And I don't think any speaker or comedian, you know, MC or host realizes you try and do exactly the same speech, the same material without an audience and everything is off because the pauses that you've built in subconsciously are different because you're anticipating laughs. You're building up anticipation to a joke or a punchline or to an important fact mm, or whatever mm. it may be. And what was weird about this one, Glenn, because it was on a feed and I was doing it via YouTube to all the classes in the school, because they were laughing loudly, which is a good sign, I could hear it oh. in the classrooms next door. But it was coming back about oh, 15 seconds later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was almost like you're on a satellite delay. <laughs> so this is the next tip for public speaking. There's a lot of improvising and thinking on your feet because then I'm suddenly in real time building in pauses that I hadn't anticipated right. 10 seconds before. Because I'd say something to you. I'm not going to do it on radio because it would be dead air. But it would be like five, four, three, two, one. Another five seconds after that. And then you hear, ha, 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 you know, coming from. But then you have to anticipate that because you can't talk over that because they're laughing and there you can't 
you know, the next paragraph, the next bit, you can't be talking while they're still laughing, which is common sense when they're in sure. front of you, sure. right, obviously. But now you have to build in not only the pause for the laugh, but the pause in the gap that comes after the laugh because there's a slight delay in the live feed. I think sometimes these are all the things that public speakers don't always anticipate. Mm, you know, mm. I've seen public speakers. I've got my speech. I've rehearsed it. It takes 20 minutes on the dot. So therefore, I will say it in 20 minutes on the dot. But they're not reacting to the audience. They're not watching the audience. They don't see the eyes. They don't see that this student over here is not quite getting it. So yeah. maybe you need to reinforce and repeat. They're not quite seeing over here that this guy's not even listening. And right. therefore, you might need to increase the volume or change the speech or the tone. Audience analysis to me, Glenn, is absolutely everything. It is everything. And I would, I would just further say that anytime you, are, you have to talk to any group, whether it's your kids or a speech that you're giving at a conference or in, at the school or talking to the board of directors or even your town hall meeting with your staff, first thing you always think about is who is going to be in that audience? What are their needs? What are they interested in? Every audience loves and is concerned about one thing. And you know what that is, right? Themselves. Yeah. yeah. Right? You folks at home, you are only interested in listening to this show because hopefully you're going to get some information or some enjoyment or some whatever yeah. out of it. And that's what the way am it I going be. to take away from this talk? Yeah, what can you get? And, you know, we had this, a similar problem doing TV news with the satellite delay that would often happen, mm. you know, during my days on TV and slightly different because it's not the, necessarily the feedback issue, but it's the idea of having to sit there and for four or five or six seconds as the satellite transmission comes back to you, the voice of whoever mm. you're speaking to. So you have to build in for that pause. So what did you do? The most important thing is to keep looking at the camera, right? Because mm. generally it's you're talking to somebody that's overseas and you have to kind of keep a neutral look on your face because mm. you can't be too happy or sad because you don't know what they're going to say next mm. and you can't see them necessarily. So it's usually a case where you have to have a pleasant but not overly excited or overly emotional look on your face and look straight at the camera. Right? Yeah. Because you got to wait for that to come back to you five seconds later. Yeah. It's very interesting, but certainly if you're doing anything in real time in front of a real audience, you have to think about that audience. And the next step to that is practice. Hmm. So people say, oh, I don't want to practice my speech or my talk or whatever because it's going to sound too rehearsed. But if you look at a timeline of on the left side, zero practice, on the right side, practicing 50 times or whatever, somewhere in between there is the right place for most people so that you're practiced enough that you own the material. You don't have to look at your notes or not often at your notes. You don't have to read off a script, um, but you're, you're that practice so that you're comfortable with the information and so that then you can just deliver it to the audience. And then, like you said, be accepting of their feedback and be comfortable in pausing, yeah. not just run through the speech. That's a great point. And I'll tell you why it's important, because it frees you up from the mm. material mm. to let you play within the gaps. So, for example, you know, the talks I did this week, I have four or five stories within these talks yeah. that I've told a hundred times. Sure. And I know where the laughs come and so on. But if you're not getting as many laughs where you think you should or, or you do in other schools, but then you get a really big laugh at something that's maybe surprised you, then you play around in that in that little circle. That's your sandbox. So you play around with that. Sometimes I'll improvise a bit and sometimes I'll go yeah. off on a slight tangent because I know what's coming up in the rest of the talk because I've done it so many times that even in real time, and it sounds very daunting to anyone listening, but even in real time, I'm... Looking at the audience, I'm speaking to the audience, 
hopefully the audience are responding and laughing. But there's a part of my brain that's going, okay, this part you can stretch slightly. Yeah. But you know there's a part coming up that then it might go slightly over their heads. So condense that bit and you'll mm. still finish on time. That only comes from rehearsal and doing it over and over and over again. So when I did this thing with the set ones, I was telling a story about a primary school I'd went to, which was an all-girls school. Okay. So straight away they can relate. All-girls school, funny story about another all-girls school. And I can say this, the school I went to was Cedar Girls, and the school I was talking about and having a little bit of fun with was SCGS. Uh. So you'll get a laugh just from saying the letters SCGS. <laughs> that already gets giggles from Cedar Girls students, right? right. Because you know it's a rival. Yeah, and it's sure. a, but if I say that to... Victoria School, SCGS, it doesn't necessarily get a laugh. So the laugh is going to come elsewhere. So because of that, I stretch that story right out. You know, I squeeze it and play <laughs> with it and toy with it. You know, typical SCGS, you know, and I'm getting laughs from that. But I know that there's another part further down that is less relevant to this particular teenage girl audience, and I just cut it back. But you're absolutely right. It comes from audience analysis and doing the material over and over and over again until yeah. you I, I never look at my notes I never look at my uh, PowerPoint it's there but it's more as just a guide for them you know and teachers like to yeah. have takeaway points and so on sure. but yeah practice 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 and know your audience there we go you heard it here first right here on Money FM both of us I know I really enjoy talking I love to it. audiences and, and you obviously you speak to t tens of thousands because of it's always different every year it's, I mean just this week because we did the presentation on one school on a live feed I very much still wanted some interaction so the teachers agreed to let me go around each classroom afterwards just to see a real human person you know I felt like the president because they'd see me on the screen. So not only was I the funny guy, I was the funny guy on TV. Mm. And now he's here in the flesh. So they were screaming and shouting. So I'm walking around, hands behind my back, you know, Prince Charles style, you know, very presidential waving. And I went into a couple of classes to take questions. There's always one. And he put his hand up. He said, I have a question. Very important question. I said, yeah, sure. He said, on TV just now, you had golden hair. Now you have silver hair. What's happened? <laughs> because I had a light on me, right? During the presentation, I had a light on me, which gave it a nice halo, saint-like glow. Uh, which, but of course, Which you have most of the time anyway. Yeah. And then I step outside. So I had this whole five-minute conversation about why I had silver hair, because oh. I'm getting old, and the trick of the light, because you use lights for TV work. That's the beauty of it. You never Hilarious. know what you're going to get. Very funny. All right, there we go. That's our uh, bit on uh, public speaking. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.